Hey guys, I'm Jordan Fromer. I believe in hunting hard, hunting smart, and having a fun time while doing it. And shooting limits? Well, that's just the icing on the cake. I revel in the journey just as much as the successes it brings. From ducks to dogs to decoys and guns, we'll be talking tactics, strategies, and what it takes to get the job done. Load up and take aim. This is the Duck Gun Podcast. What's going on, folks? Thanks for joining me on another episode of the Duck Gun Podcast. I'm Jordan from Duck Gun Chronicles, and I got my co-host, per usual, the Duck Tater, Elliot Graybeard from Freelance Duck Hunting. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing really great. I man, I am. I've been biting my tongue ever since <laughs> I saw that picture on the flyways of that big dumb bus you got. <laughs> big dumb I'm, bus. It's awesome. I, 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 I know, I know. But I, I would have called you immediately, but I knew we really probably couldn't talk yeah. about it until now. So yeah, <laughs> I think I told you. I'm ready for some details. I think I told you right away that uh, um, that <laughs> we have to wait to talk on the podcast about this because this is, honestly, this is some big news and freaking awesome. So if you guys aren't catching the drift on this, um, for those of you who don't follow social media on anywhere else with us or, or in the fellowship, or on YouTube, haven't seen it yet. Um, I bought a school bus, and <laughs> there's a short bus, a short, short bus. a short bus. It is a school bus as well, but it is a short school bus. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, that's what we're gonna talk about tonight. Um, freaking awesome! We got got some huge plans for it, uh, and yeah. But I'll, I'll leave you guys to kind of wonder why we we go through our normal intro stuff, and and then we'll get into talking about all the all the nitty gritty and the the crazy plans in store for. The old duck bus. So, and I call it dumb, but I am I am really excited about this idea. I'm just joking. <laughs> I really am. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. I'm. I haven't been this excited about anything in a long time. So it's. <laughs> I don't know. I'm super stoked. Yeah, you should be. Like, Probably more so than we're I gonna should talk be. all about that. We're gonna talk <coughs> all about Excuse that me. after the break here. But let's jump into the more somber stuff to start off. Yeah, yeah, kind of in the news. I feel like this is something that we just had to address. Is really this story has really taken the internet by by storm. But it's the the double murder at Realfoot Lake, and I mean it's hard not to just feel sad when you see it. Mm-hmm. Just not feel sad, and then confused too because there's just so many unknowns. But um, Ellie, you got that link pulled up that I sent yep. you the official story. I've got the I've got the video pulled up. I don't. I don't have the the text pull up. Okay, let's pull. You want to pull it up real quick? I'm gonna have you read it. Okay. So we'll get Let that. Let me grab it real quick. Yeah. So I mean, just just the brief summary. So the story, as it goes, is I've got it up whenever you're ready. Okay. Yeah. The the story is kind of the summary of it. Is there's a 70 year old man and he murdered a 25 year old and a 26 year old man um and then fought the third guy before um they fled the scene so Elliot, go ahead and read that official story okay and this the source of this is the messenger newspaper this came out on january 27th at 1 p.m this is from real foot lake shooting update arrest warrants for murder charges have been filed against a martin man sought in monday's deadly shooting at real foot lake the warrants issues t- issued Tuesday for the arrest of a 70-year-old David Val 
are for two counts of first-degree murder. The warrants have not yet been served. Since Val has not yet been located, Val is being sought in connection with the shooting, which claimed the lives of 26-year-old Chance Black and 25-year-old Zach Grooms, both of the Greenfield area in Weekly County. The Tennessee Bureau of Investigation, which is investigating the shooting along with the O'Brien County Sheriff's Office, initially identified Val's as a person of interest. Monday night, the TBI announced the issuance of the arrest warrants in an update at 4 p.m. Tuesday. While the shooting remains under investigation, District Attorney General Tommy Thomas explained the charges were placed to meet requirements necessary to have the suspect placed in the National Crime Information Center in order for the U.S. Marshals Service to start searching for him. Basically, there had to be charges placed to widen the network of different agencies which can search for him. The shooting happened Monday on the north end of Real Foot Lake near Walnut Log in rural O'Brien County. I don't know if I'm saying that right, O'Brien, where law enforcement and emergency medical services responded at 11 a.m. to a report of two people having been shot. The shooting occurred at the duck blind, and according to Thomas, a witness to the incident has been interviewed. The witness, Jeff Crabtree, was at the duck blind when his friends Black and Grooms were shot were, when the shooting happened. Val was alone when he approached the duck blind at the time of the incident. According to the DA, who said Val reportedly had come from another blind close by and asked if he could hunt with Crabtree and the two young men. And then, according to Crabtree, with no explanation, he shot them, Thomas related. In the aftermath, Crabtree took the gun away from Val and hit him with the butt of the firearm, knocking Val into the water, according to Thomas, referencing a statement the witness gave to the TBI agent. Crabtree allegedly threw the gun into the water, described as waist-deep, and took the two injured men by boat to the shore for medical help. Thomas said as Crabtree boated away, he looked back and saw Val get up and appear to make his way toward the bank, which wasn't far away. And that's the last he saw of him. The DA said, adding that it's unknown where Val went after that. Thomas said authorities are exploring a variety of angles in regards to where Val could have gone. Among them, whether he might have have had help fleeing the area or what could have happened to him in the miles of swampy wilderness around the lake in the aftermath. Val's truck was located Monday at the boat dock at Real Foot Lake and was towed. His boat was found Tuesday morning a couple hundred yards away from the blind and the gun was found in the boat. A number of local law enforcement agencies and volunteers were at the lake Tuesday, both of on the water and along the shoreline as well as in the air, searching for any sign of Val. The DA said the lake has not been dragged at this point. They searched all over the place, Thomas said. They brought a bloodhound out there, a tracking dog, but with little success. Of course, it rained inches the night before. Thomas said the water is too high today to continue searching the water and more rain is in the forecast. Anyone who has seen, it goes on. In addition, anyone who was near or the north in Rio Foot Lake Monday, and they're just asking for people to help out in that tragedy. Um, it's obvious. It's obviously goes without saying that there are no winners in the situation. People are upset and they want to find out what happened, and they want to find the suspect. Thomas said. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely, definitely a super crazy story. I know there was a lot of speculation when it first came out that it was over a dispute and right now mm -hmm. it's like they say they don't have a motive and which is super super crazy but it's, there's nothing in in hunting or duck hunting or or uh, anything in, in our sport that is worth dying over or for and and like I said the, it seems like from the the witness right there the the only guy that that they're able to talk to 
it seems like there was no dispute before that. It's kind of kind of the what he's portraying by what he's saying there. So, um, but it's still it's just super sad. Um, you know, these guys were Chance Black and and Zach Grooms. They were twenty five and twenty six, and you know we're all avid hunters and and we're out there and 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 doing this kind of kind of stuff. And you know, it just I don't know. It just it really took me back the first time I and I, I heard the story and read about it and. It really has taken, I mean, the whole community by storm, I would say. Just everybody posting about it. And um, What are your thoughts on it, Elliot? You know, I think there's probably got to be a lot more to the story than what's coming out. And either either one, he just has dementia and he's crazy. Or two, there's just more to it um, than what we're getting. Um, from it like if you read through on the messenger if you read through the threads i mean there's rumors going all over the place like i'm reading one here that's saying that they think it was like in this area there used to be private blinds but then at some point they got grandfathered into public blinds and and that these guys were in this guy's what used to be his private blind and and they were trashing it and doing this and that so i mean there's rumors just flying all over the place about about what happened and you know, I, to me, I'm. I think the information we're getting is probably accurate, but there's just got to be more to it. Like I said, unless the guy's just completely has dementia and has lost his mind, or he just comes in and just starts gunning people down. But yeah, um, I don't know. I, I certainly hope that they find they find him and we get more to you know the justice is served and we find out a little bit more about what what happened. Yeah, yes, it's it's really really tragic and, and really just sad. I mean, we're used to having drownings. That's just a thing in the duck hunting community. You people drown. And so that is somewhat normal. It's awful and terrible, but you know, you're used to that. But a story like this, I mean, now I don't listen to the national news enough. Is this, is this being told nationally or is this kind of within just the waterfowl community? I mean, it's hard to say because we're so steep into the, into the waterfowl community that we kind of hear all everything from other waterfowl people. So um, I'm not sure if people outside, I, I don't think so. You know, people that I've talked to that don't follow social media as closely as we do. Um, it's not on their radar, but you know, it's definitely, I would definitely say it's a black eye for the, the waterfowl community to have a, a shooting like this. Um, you know, two of our own in that. And so, you know, definitely, definitely tragic. And there's so many things I definitely don't want to go on the speculation train. Um, but like, it's like you said, we're never going to know. I don't think we'll ever know. Unless they find the other spec, the 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 suspect, mm-hmm. um, we may never know kind of beyond what this is, you know, in that story. Um, but I do want to I do want to put this out there. I don't know if you got anything else to kind of add to this before we kind of no, not yeah. really. So there there is a GoFundMe for Chance Black and Zach Groom's family. It's called the Chance Black and Zach Groom's Memorial Fund, and it's out of the is being run by. Um, it's being run by, oh, where's it say? Flight Outfitters Inc. Final Flight Outfitters Inc. Um, out there of in, I think I believe they're out of Union, Tennessee, um, as well, which is right right there in that in that area. Um, but there's a GoFundMe to help with, um, with taking care of the the burial for these two guys families so um yeah just go ahead and search that we'll, we'll put that in the fellowship as well for 
hope our listeners are in there and um yeah just super super sad super somber and makes you think a lot about a lot about stuff for sure yeah i know i told my family this and my little daughter was getting so defensive of me right off the bat and like where was this and she was like really getting nervous i'm like i'm not in danger it's okay but it was it was cute how um worried she became when she heard about it and it just does rock people when they hear the story because it's just, you know, anytime people get yeah. murdered, especially mid-20s, I mean, prime of your life. Yeah. And I don't know if they had wives and kids. I assume they probably probably did. Yeah. Oh, just tragic. Awful. Yeah. So, all right, let's go ahead and, and jump on to, to the next thing. You got, you kind of got any uh, any updates or anything you, you got going on, Elliot? Well, we've got um, the last. I've got one duck hunt left. Um, now that you were going to come, we were going to do two days. But without you coming down here, I'll probably just do one. Danny boy's going. In fact, um, I'm taking a half day tomorrow to go scout. Um, and so we got one duck hunt left. So I'm going to treasure it. I'm going to try to really. Well, it's supposed to be raining the whole day. And, and I saw a lot of ducks last weekend. And what we only shot only three mallards and six ducks total, which was a disappointment, but mm. we did see a lot of mallards, but we're in this transition phase of, you know, we got some snow and then it froze and now it's getting warmer and the south winds are coming. So I don't know what to expect, but I am excited. We've got my last duck hunt. Then the next weekend, um, we've got two goose hunts and then maybe one snow goose hunt. And that's it. I've got four waterfowl hunts maximum. <laughs> and then that'll be my season. So crazy. It's crazy how yeah. fast it goes. <laughs> It is. It is. I'm. I'm really excited about getting Danny out on this last duck hunt because he's been out twice and we he hasn't even pulled the trigger. Or no, he did pull the trigger once, but he hasn't shot anything yet. So I'm, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, we can get into something Saturday. Yeah, I hope you guys get a banger for sure. That'll be awesome. Yeah. Um. I guess I got one update. You see. Uh. You see the video I sent over. Uh. Marco Polo tonight. Um. Yeah the the band you shot today. <laughs> yep. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh man. You didn't have to beat anyone up to get it. <laughs> I was wishing <laughs> I got done. I had all this pent up energy. I was wishing I had had you there so I could just throw you over my shoulder and check you into the river or something. <laughs> how many bands? How many goose bands do you have now? In, in all? That's number four. That's number four. And you have you don't have any duck bands though, right? Yeah, I got two. I got two deck bands. <laughs> oh my gosh! You see what uh, Tim Cochran's calling me in the fellowship? What? He's calling me Lord of the Bands, <laughs> like Lord of the <laughs> Rings, I guess. Man. Huh? You know how many more years than you I've been hunting? A lot, a lot yeah, like twenty I or something. I mean, I, I don't know if this is silly. I feel like the difference between a duck band and a goose band to me is a significant. Um, because there's just so much harder to get a duck band than it is a goose band. They just, they're harder to band. Oh yeah. So yeah. I, I, you and I have the same number of duck bands. That's yeah. just not even fair. No, you I agree more with than you. my dad. Not even fair. <laughs> I agree with you. I mean, I've just, I'm on a lucky streak. I cannot deny it at this well, point. It's awesome though. I, oh, I'm not oh, yeah. mad you. I mean, I'm, I'm happy for you. Just, I would like another yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's pretty fun. It's just, like it's just to the point now where, um, where I'm surprised. I'm so like I'm. It's like you you're shocked that there's actually a band when it happens, 
And now I'm like even more shocked because I'm like, well, like it's a numbers game, right? Percentage. I'm like, yeah. well, I shouldn't shoot another band for like, well, the rest of my life. And yeah. <laughs> and then um, Chief goes out there and we literally shot one goose. We shot one goose. It was really? banded. Yep. And, uh, nice. and it lands out there. Chief runs out there, grabs it, comes back. Like I'm barely even paying attention to him doing that because – um, it was a pair and the other one was kind of circling, circling, you know, sometimes you get that one to come back in. Um, and chief gets up there and I grab it from him and I pick it up. And I think everybody's just in shock when I, when I pull it up and it's banded. So, um, me and Zach both shot at it. So, um, we did the draw and <laughs> which even makes it even crazier. Cause I keep, I've went, I just went every draw I do too. <laughs> well congratulations man that's awesome are you putting them on your lanyard yep yep so i know that's kind of a some people do that and some people don't i've gone through phases of that i think that at this point i'm the only reason i'm not putting my two on my lanyard is i don't want to lose my lanyard <laughs> yeah i think about that all the time i just think it i think it looks cool that's it does you know so that's it why does. i do it I, I think i'm gonna put mine on these uh the mount behind me of the double gad walls. I think I'm going to get them out and put them one on each gad. I think that would look pretty cool. Nice to have them on there, but yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, as far as talking about geese, uh, I watched your, your bus video, which I really enjoyed. I thought that was a really good video. Awesome. Um, but I don't know if you saw, you may not have um, the video I put out where George, you retrieved a goose through the sheet ice. Did you happen to see that one? I don't think I saw that one. No. Well, I mean, she did, she did it, but you know, there's times where she's trying to reach it and pick it up and you can just tell that she doesn't quite have the neck muscles, right? You can just tell that. And then I watched chief retrieve a goose and he's so big and he's just like carrying it like a rag doll. (laughs) (laughs) But I just noticed the difference in that bus video when I was watching chief retrieve when I was like, did you see so much more muscle mass? Did you see the one where it landed in the, in the ice and like, you could barely see the goose and chief gets like right diagonal with it runs out there and then he like he's like leaping into the ice and just breaks it. Was that towards the end of the video? I thought I watched that whole thing. No, Maybe it's I... actually it's at the beginning and he does I it must... with with such ease, but like it like for us like we're literally like pushing canoes through it to break it. Yeah. And and like he just flings his body into it and hops. It takes him like five or six hops of breaking yeah. ice to get to the go- the goose. I was super impressed by that one. So He's a big boy. He's a big boy. Um, On my video, I shot a goose, and it was about – it ended up about 60, 70 yards, and Georgie was having to break sheet ice. It was a great retrieve, but she just doesn't quite have the strength just to be able to pick it up. And she brought it all the way back, and she didn't drop it hardly at all. I mean, she's – You can just see. She's one and a half, man. I mean, Chief didn't know how to pick up geese for, like, as big as he is, he didn't know how to pick them up for, like, the first two years of his life, you know? And but I think it's I think it's literally a, a strength issue. Maybe it could be. I mean, but I think they'll build up. I think their neck muscles will build up. Because, I think so too. And someone was telling me they even have like weighted dummies that you can actually work uh-huh. on the yeah. muscles, kind of on their neck for that as well. I mean, what, she got the job. What's done. the it's brand called? I, called it's, it's Dokin. Is that right? Huh? Dokin, the brand. What? I don't know. It's like uh those foam dummies that you throw out there they're shaped like a duck they're all like doken and they're named after the guy oh, okay. who did the retriever trainer book i can't remember his his, oh. his first name 
but I think it's his company, but they do, they have a goose one that's huge and it weighs like 20 pounds. <laughs> Ooh, man. <laughs> that, yeah. I'd like to build that strength up. I'm thrilled with how she's done with the geese and it was a great retreat, but I'd like to work, see that get a little bit stronger in that department. So it's just not quite as, as hard for. Yeah. Awesome. But she's game. She's game for it. That's for sure. Yeah, I'll definitely have to go back. I'm a little behind on the videos here um, with all the no, flowers, guys, but I'll have to go back and, and watch that one. So, At this time of the year, you know, it's like I'm tired of YouTube videos of just <laughs> period, you know? It's like yeah. when I wasn't making YouTube videos, it was so much easier to watch other people's YouTube videos. Now it's just like, <sighs> oh, yeah. I mean, we're just into it so much. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you gotta, I mean, usually I get in like, about July-ish, June, July. I'm pretty much for the whole off season. I mean, a couple months, and then after that, like I literally would go back and watch every video I missed, uh, especially of the Flyways guys, and get yeah. gets you just gets you hyped for season. So I know most mm-hmm. people don't do that because we get all of our our views during season. But it's like you said, we just get we're so involved with all of it that it's you, you almost get on overload. So for sure, but. All right, let's go ahead and get a quick word from our partners, and then we'll go ahead and um, jump into talking talking all about the bus. So, yeah. First off, I'd like to give a big thanks out to Motion Ducks. Uh, guys, perfect for these late-season hunts. It's got they got the four duck spreader or the seven duck spreader and also late I mean for those of you going into late goose season um, we've used it for uh, using the motion spreader for geese as well um, gives you all that lifelike motion uh, don't just take our word for it check out the videos Elliot has videos of it I have videos of it we use it on a regular basis on our hunts and no wind days we were definitely definitely bringing it and if we don't we're kicking ourselves for not having it with us it's it really is essential to have ripples and motion in your set and with that big of a motion spread it it gets so many ripples throughout your whole spread uh jerk rig on steroids that's what we always call it and it's the truth so check them out guys motionducks.com use code duckgun2020 for 10 percent off and free shipping all right, I want to talk about HTR Innovations. The website is htrinnovations.com. And the products there are an A-frame, a quack pack, which is a kind of combo layout blind, decoy bag, um, layout pad. Uh, you can carry your stuff in and then uh, put your decoys in there and get there and use a little layout blind. And then the layout pad, which goes inside of your layout boats. And then I kind of what, what I think Jordan sometimes calls maybe their their best item their best selling item is is the gun stand which is a wonderful piece of equipment and uh, you will not regret going on to htrinnovations.com and checking out those products um they are absolutely <coughs> worth it and so go in and before next season starts go and pick yourself up at least the gun stand for sure because that is a must-have awesome also like to give a big thanks out to onyx um, guys, this is the piece of equipment that you need. It's not equipment. It's the app. The app, um, I guess you can call it equipment, but I'm going to call it an app. Uh, it gets you the information right there on the spot. You're driving. You see a goose feed, and you don't have permission on it. You can look it up. You look up the landowner's information. It'll give you their tax address. Maybe their farm's right there. Maybe it's five miles away. Well, you can go right there and get that permission right on the spot. 
Um, if you don't use Onyx, then you're at a disadvantage to who the other guy out there scouting and finding the feed um, because he's going to be able to get that permission quicker than you. And, you know, at the end of the season, you miss two or three of these these feeds or these spots because you can't get permission. Somebody else beat you to it. I know as hunters, we've all experienced it, and that's a huge letdown. So, um, and, and vice versa, it's, it's just awesome, an awesome feeling when you stop by and get that permission. Um, not only that, public land shows you the boundaries, and you always know that you're in a legal area to hunt, checking that, and it gives you right there GPS location. Not only that, but if you don't have connection to the Internet, it does have GPS. If you download it, you can see your exact location on that as well. So much to utilize from Onyx uh, on so many different levels. Guys, you won't regret it. Check it out on the app, or um, you can use it on desktop as well. Onyx, check them out. So, Jordan, I know you're into panel blinds. Have you seen the, um, I don't know if it's Bandit or Avery, their three-person panel blind? Have you have you seen it on the website? Um, I think I have. I think I've briefly seen it. It's only like 38 pounds. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of interested in it. It doesn't have a back on it, but I'm, that's, that's one of my, I don't know. That might be, I'm prioritizing my banded list for the off season. And that may be up there trying, cause I know you've had success with panel blinds before a one person panel blind, but this is actually a three person panel blind and you can, you can reduce the width. I think you can bring it down. So it's only like a, a two person. I don't know. It really looks interesting. But if you guys are going, you're looking for your off season to do shopping list, guys go to banded.com, start looking at their products. You'll be on there for a while. I can promise you just daydreaming and, and wishing, but banded Avery GHG, go check it out guys. And, and let us know what you think at fellowship of the duck gun about this panel blind, what your opinions are of it or whether you've heard of it because it might just be on my purchase list awesome all right also like to give a big thanks out to finisher as well um guys just tonight i actually had a perfect use for it uh we shot that honker that had the band on it pull it up there and big late season honker waterlogged you know super heavy and it was still kicking so um, I took the finisher and I, is, I was able to dispatch that bird super easily, super quickly. And, you know, those big, those big geese, I mean, they weigh a lot. It's a, it's a, a chore to wring their necks and pretty easy, especially for, um, the unexperienced hunter to mess up. And it's our responsibility as hunters to dispatch of our birds a humanely, a quick and, and a successful way. So, I mean, that did the job one time put it down and we had that bird finished off. So definitely check those guys out. Um, they have a bunch of different colors and options and sizes and, and shapes on these things. You put it right there in your lanyard. It looks cool as well. And it does, it has a, a, a great purpose for all waterfowl hunters. So check them out. Finisher or what's adrenal dash line.com or just Google finisher. It's going to come up uh, and use code duck gun 15 gets you 15% off over there with those guys. All righty, let's go ahead and jump on into today's podcast. So, you ready for this, Elliot? I am ready. I, I'm most excited to hear about the sleeping quarters of this thing. Let's get right into this. What, <laughs> what, where did this come from? I had not heard anything even, and like, I'm thinking about this, I want to do this. It's like, bam. <laughs> I bought a school bus. Yeah. And then the next thing you're, you're out hunting in it the very next day. It's like, 
give go. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Well, honestly, I'd, I'd, I've seen I've seen stuff like this. I've seen, um, you know, other people doing it. You know, kind of here there, not a ton, but not like you see it once, and it really kind of just strikes an interest in you, and you're like, man, that's just a really cool idea. And there's actually a whole community of people, believe it or not, that like that do bus conversions and make them into like off grid camping or living quarters. And you know, seeing a bunch of those, I'm like, holy cow. That would be perfect. It'd literally be perfect for duck hunting, right? Um, yeah. Especially with what I do, because I'm, I mean, I I don't want to give Indiana like a, a bad a bad rep because there's some guys who really do good in my area. I mean, but they have lots of access. They have a good network of guys they hunt with, with lots of access. And we honestly we have pretty decent too. But I think um, you know even more people around here struggle worse than than you know. Uh, even than what I do, which I, I I don't even I shouldn't say I struggle, but people do worse than I do. There's people who do better, but that being said, it's it's not a bad thing for me to travel outside of my area um, because there's definitely better duck hunting that I can get to. Whether it's going up to Michigan four hours or whatever it would be, um, or to Kansas, or you know it, it really opens up a lot of places. I mean, you can go out the Dakotas, you can go to Arkansas, whatever. I mean, and you have a duck hunting camp on wheels that you can set up in a way that you can just do everything you need to. You have a living quarters in there. You can have cooking in there. Um, just, just everything that you'd want. Uh, well, maybe not everything you want, but enough to do the job in, in a really good way. So that's really kind of how it all started. It got my wheels turning. Um, and, and yeah, so do you think you'll need to pull something behind it, or do you think it'll have the full space you need for everything? Um, well, you can. I've seen this on 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 buses like this before, but they'll build a deck on the top. Even some have a deck with railing around it. So, um, you know, I might not be able to go through some of the drive-throughs if I get too tall, but um, <laughs> I should be able to go down the highway fine. So, I mean, for that, you hit, just have a ladder. You throw some decoys up there. Uh, put on a little uh, a back deck and stack your kayaks um, at an angle, but you know vertical opposed to horizontal, right there in the back. Uh, have a hitch on there. You can pull the boat. I mean, it's gonna make some awesome yeah. thumbnails. I tell you what. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ha- have you already started in your mind designing like the setup of it? Yeah, yeah. And when you watch these, when you watch these these people that do it, they have all kinds of like crazy tricks. You know. Where it converts, they convert like a dinette into a bed, or a, you know. Do you have the skills, the handy skills to do this? I, I mean, life's a journey, man. I didn't have the skills to podcast, you know, just three years ago. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying that as you don't. I know that I don't. I yeah. know for a fact there's no way I could do it. Um, I would have to have a lot of help because I'm just not. I'm not overly handy guy. I know you made that. Um, the dog thing with the you know which it was not it was not i mean not as complex as this job but still i mean it made that what i make your pair your you, you made your um dog kennel and stuff and made oh, yeah, outdoor yeah. and all that i mean that was not insignificant that was that was nice and that looked like that turned out really really good but man you're good you're gonna be pushing yourself to the limit to oh yeah all these things yeah i mean yeah. do you have anyone do you have anyone that has superior knowledge that can assist you and and guide you on the parts you get stuck on <laughs> uh I, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll be leaning on some buddies for sure. 
Um, Zach and Hunter are both pretty handy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Hunter's got a lot of tools. Uh, you know, but yeah, wow. I'll definitely, I'll definitely be doing a lot of YouTube research on how to do it. Um, and I really, I mean, I really do feel like that's kind of the key to it. It's just learning as you go. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, and sure, it might not look as good as some, but I'm going to do my best because in my mind, it's going to look awesome. So I, I have to, yeah. I have to get, I have to make it to that point. I'm hoping. Um, so Are you going to bunk bed it so you can have more than one person in there? Or? Yeah, my goal is three. My goal is three. Okay. Set it up for three people. I want in. On, I want in on this. Oh at yeah, some point. yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to paint it? You need to put your uh, Duck Gun Chronicles logo on the side. Have you thought about that? <laughs> See, I, I have thought about that. I've thought about. I'm definitely going to paint it. It's not going to look like a Twinkie for long, but uh, I'm going to paint it and. Um, I've thought about wraps and all kinds of stuff, but I mean, then we get kind of pricey. So, um, and you don't want to be too gaudy with, the, um, yeah, yeah. No, no putting my face like... on the side, but like, <laughs> you know, but like putting chief on the side. Now that would be cool. Right. I just think like a solid color and, and it would be cool, but I'm thinking like a solid color with just that duck gun Chronicles logo. Yeah. You know, on the yeah. side, that would be really cool. Yeah. The only thing I worry about is it, it being like too, and not being inconspicuous enough, and everyone's just like, "Oh, that's where he hunts," or like you know. Uh, but yeah. anyways, I mean, I don't think no matter what I do on it, like if I just left it like a school bus, people would still know it's me at the end of the day, right? Yeah. So yeah, um, so that, that's probably out the window. But <laughs> yeah, you're, I mean, you're probably right. I, I'm not gonna do a rep because it's gonna cost too much. But right now, I'm leaning towards kind of like a matte, like a matte green color. Mm, cool. Matt green with Matt like maybe like a Matt yeah. Matt black hood or you know. oh yeah that would be sweet yeah <laughs> my dad said I should paint it like a like a mallard like it literally looks like a mallard because the <laughs> he said the hood's already the right color for the bill you know you just got to put like a <laughs> yeah. a black um a, a black mark on it for the <laughs> the bill but uh you know I think I like the uh, your idea better <laughs> yeah no it'd, my, it'd, I think it'd be really hard to make the mallard look cool it'd probably look really really cheesy. If you did it wrong. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> if you did it right, it would look really cool. But again, like yeah. it's just, this is all going to be budget. So I got a really good deal on it. I don't think I want to say publicly how much I paid for it. But um, I kept shopping around, you know, and I, I definitely saw them for a lot. You know, this style for double, you know, double what I paid, you know, easy. Mm-hmm. So um, I just kept shopping around for a good deal. I kind of got in my mind. That's what I wanted to do. And, you know, one thing that, I, that I've been kind of thinking about with the channel um, is trying to figure out, like, you know, cool series to do. I really love doing series. I, I You know, sometimes just like the one-off video kind of one that after the other um, mm-hmm. just doesn't have as much, uh, I, I don't know what the right word is, feel like, hmm, I'm not sure how to express it, but... Um, when I have these series, it just feels more significant to me mm-hmm. of content to create. And so I'm just trying to figure out a way to kind of step out of my own comfort zone and, and bring the people who watch my YouTube channel something different and exciting. And and this, the more and more I thought about it, the more I'm like, I have to do this. And uh, just obsessed about the idea. And I was on Facebook Marketplace for weeks, like just nonstop. And every time I picked up my phone, I was looking on there, looking at deals. I actually had I had another one lined up um, that fell through. They sold it before I could get there. So, <laughs> um, who just sells school buses? How does that happen? 
I told, like, like I was saying, there's a whole community of people that do this and it's getting huge. And that's kind of how I got onto it because there's just all these people that are doing it for, for fun, not for like hunting, but I mean, people live out of them. They camp out of them They you know, and, um, no joke. The, the guy I bought it from, which again, side story, but so I posted that YouTube video, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I went up and I picked it up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So, um, I went there, came back, you know, did the video or whatever. And it turns out that the guy who works at his shop that does all the body work is a subscriber to my YouTube channel. <laughs> He's like, that's, that's our bus. You bought our bus. I was like, what? At first I didn't believe him. I'm like, how do you know? And he's like, he said, unit zero one zero three eight or three nine. And I had to go look. I'm like, oh yeah, that is what my bus is. <laughs> what the heck? Small world. But, uh, now I don't remember what I was saying before that, but what was I saying before that, Elliot? I, I don't know, but I'm going to be watching closely because my wife is on record of saying that if we could travel around in a tiny house, she would travel. We would start up in Canada and follow the migration clear south. And I never really could figure out how that would something like that would would work, you know, but this is how it would work. Yeah. I mean, that you know, it, would, it would work. So I, I remember what I was going to say now. But anyways, this guy, he um, he bought the buses from the schools. Um, he was talking to me on the phone about it, and he said that they hadn't been drove in like a year and a half because all the schools in Wisconsin are still closed from COVID. So um, the school liquidated all their 2010s, and he bought mm-hmm. them all. And he said that – I'm like, well, what's everybody buying them for? And he, and he told me that they're doing it for bus conversions. They call it they call it schoolies, which mm-hmm. <laughs> is a new term to me. But uh, – yeah. They call them schoolies, these bus conversions. And he told me that, um, like, he he sold, the day before I came, he sold 17 or 18. And almost everybody who bought them was doing that. Wow. That's neat. Yeah. This is going to be fun to watch. This is going to be really fun to watch. Yeah. I'm super excited about it. Yeah, I am too. I am too. Gosh, because that would be so nice to have something <laughs> like that. I'm getting jealous already because, you know, my parents, my dad had that camper down at that place that we like to hunt, and they're selling their camper. And, uh, man, the, those December trips when it's too cold to camp, you just need something. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I want to make it so that we can go in cold conditions. And, I mean, obviously, it's a bus, and it's got windows and, you know, um, doesn't have the best insulation. You know, there's things you can do to kind of solve that and, and fix a lot of it. But at the end of the day, it's still a school bus, you know, so mm-hmm. uh, I don't think it's going to do good in like zero degrees, but, you know, 30 degrees or something like that. I'm hoping that or you can at 20. least you can have what heating a way to heat it a little bit in there. Yeah. 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 So, you know, a little wood wood burning stove or something be legit. Oh, yeah, oh, man. Get going. You better get rolling. <laughs> I will. I, I But I do have a prediction. I have a prediction that just kind of what I'm seeing that we're going to see. It's not like it's not like this is going to be the last one we see. It's going to, there's going to be a lot of, a lot of these kind of cropping up. So it'll be, it'll be interesting. So, um, I hope I'm at the forefront of the, (laughs) of this, this movement. (laughs) Well, uh, as far as I know in waterfowl, you are, I don't, I don't know of anyone, any waterfowler that, that is posting content that has it. Yeah. No, I I, I agree with that. You know, I got a lot of people saying, Oh, it'd be awesome. Like decoy bus and all that. And even, even uh, Josh was saying that them and him and Levi had talked about it, and it's not like 
after using it for our trip, I'm like, just how it is, it's awesome. Just how it is, it's mm-hmm. awesome. But, you know, that's not the plan to leave it as that. Because right now we took out current the current condition of the bus is we took out all the seats except for three. So we've got the driver's seat and then two passenger seats. And then there's like a single seat in the back that the heater is mounted to. So I can't take it out because then the, the heater would go out too. And until I get, you know, some other way to heat it, you know, that has to stay. So, um, yeah, yeah, definitely, uh, <laughs> definitely pretty crazy. Looking so, forward to watching the progress. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, it's definitely, you know, the, I guess the whole plan for it, um, is to be, I want it to be kind of like cabin esque, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to feel, I don't want to hype it up. You don't too want much. it just to just be like a locker room though. You don't want it to just be like cold and you want it to get in there. And, wow. This is sweet. This is fun to sleep yep. in, you know, yep. fun to hang out in. Yeah. So I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the current layout. I'm kind of thinking, so it is a short bus and it's about as short as you can get. Um, honestly, I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have been ups, upset if I would have ended up getting something a little longer but you know, it's just the deal that kind of came up and, and I went for it and um, I think I can make it work with that. So I'm thinking bunk beds all the way in the back, the very, very back. And then uh, like a, a fold out futon um, towards the front will be the beds. But um, then beyond that, uh, I definitely want to have like a full the bunk beds clear, clear in the back by the door, by the back door. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you going to load your stuff in and out? If you put the bunk beds clear by the back door? Well, the stuff will be either on top, like decoys and all that, um, or in the boat if you're pulling a boat or whatever. Okay, so you're not hauling gear. You're not hauling any gear in it then. I mean, minimal gear like guns, waders, blind bags, okay. stuff you don't I, want. Okay, stuff you don't want outside. I was envisioning. I was envisioning hauling some gear in it, like more substantial gear. Like most of the gear would be in it as well as the. No. Yeah. No. Okay. Almost no gear. No gear inside. Um, okay. Now my, my brain's in the right place now. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. So bunk beds all, all the way against that back wall. And then, um, I mean, and there's, I mean, there's not a ton of space, but then, uh, I want to have on one side of it. Like if you imagine behind the driver's seat, there'll be a, uh, like a kitchen cabinet or not a kitchen cabinet, a kitchen counter, um, propane burner, a sink. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then the other side opposite of that would be the futon. And then in between those would be like storage units um, where you could put, I don't know if it'll be like a, a, a type of closet or locker or whatever you want to call it, where you could put like guns and blind bags. So that kind of stuff's not just strewn out everywhere. Um, and then the other side could be like storage for food or whatever you have. And then I'd, ha- I'd have like a, a slide out f- cooler or fridge um, that's hooked up to the electric that would be like under the kitchen part of it. Um, so yeah, no toilet that if, if I have enough room, I'll put it, I will put that in there, but that's space dependent. Um, yeah. as yeah. duck hunters, we can go out in the woods, but, sure. um, yeah, it's just, it's someday at some point you have to, some stuff has to be give and take on it. So mm-hmm. unfortunately, you know, it just all goes back to kind of budget and, and space and all that. But yeah. 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 So first, the first trip, my goal is to have it ready for 
I mean, obviously for September 1st and I don't, I'm going to have it at least functional by then it's functional now, but, um, but where I just have to have a, like a stopping point where it's ready because it might take longer than that. It really might, you know, with how much stuff you got to have that goes into it. Um, and then I'll pick it up the next year. But as long as I have it where I can hunt by at least by September 1st, but I think my first real big trip that I'm kind of planning out is going to be chasing the opener. Um, so I'm super excited <laughs> to have the bus ready for that. Cause that, I mean, that's been, I feel like that's a big part of my channel every year doing the chasing the opener series. Uh, it's one of my favorite things to do as far as, I don't know if it's, if it's, you know, too small of a sample size, but doing it for two years, usually it's some of the, the most viewed content on my channel as well. So, um, I think throwing the bus in there, having this full built, awesome looking bus, um, can only make those series even better. So yeah, definitely excited for it. That, that, that is a quick timeline. You better get started. <laughs> well, I'm still hunting. It's still cold. Um, no, I know. I just mean sooner rather than later. I wouldn't yeah. be procrastinating it at all. I'm in the planning phase. September. Yep. Yeah. Hopefully I can start, you know, start soon enough, but yeah. Well, I don't know if there's any, anything else really to add on the bus note. You got anything else to kind of add to that? No, I, I think that pretty much covered it. Now it's kind of a wait and see and see what you crank out. All eyes are on you. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad, but. It's um, a good thing. Yeah, it it is. You're right. It definitely holds you to it. It's exciting. Now exciting. that it's now that it's official and it's out there and people have seen it um, on the YouTube video. And um, yeah, I guess oh, I should add to the end of the the, the YouTube video. Stuttered there a little bit, but. Um, so we took it out, like you said, after we got the bus, um, it was like the next day or two days later, uh, took it up to Michigan to hunt and it was like, got it one night, got back at like one in the morning after work, me and Hunter took the seats out and loaded it up. And then the next day, me, Hunter and Swamp Man went up to Michigan and hunted geese and we met one other guy at the boat ramp and we had an awesome hunt shot a bunch of geese there's a ton of geese up there and we get back up there and we're doing like i'm I'm like oh we got to get a sweet pile picture for the thumbnail the video and sure enough i start stacking the geese on there and a cop comes by and then he goes back by again and he goes and he just i think he went by four times finally he turned around and lights come on he pulls over i'm like oh dang it like (laughs) uh you know what what we do wrong now but um the, I think the thing that kind of really made him suspicious, we're sitting here on the side of a bridge. we got a bus that's from Wisconsin. He gets out. He start, starts asking us questions. You know, you, oh, you just get this, where you're from. It's like, oh, we're from Indiana. So now we got a bus that doesn't have a license plate, but it has Wisconsin school district stickers on the side, guys from Indiana shooting honkers in Michigan. So I think there's definitely some suspicion. <laughs> and he's like, well... I can definitely say I've never seen this before. So, yeah, pretty Did pretty he have funny. a good demeanor, good, good attitude? Yeah, you could definitely tell, though, that he was kind of like fishing for information or whatever, like with the questions uh-huh. he asked. or And, you know, I mean, I don't blame him, right? So, yeah. So It's a good good maiden voyage. And it was a great <laughs> video. If you guys haven't seen the video, seriously, I, I thought it was one of your more entertaining ones I've seen for a while. Well, I appreciate it. It, 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 it definitely, really 
definitely was a fun one to make. Definitely, definitely has kind of gave me a, a rejuvenation of the creative juices for the, the content. So, um, yeah, but I think that's probably all we got for tonight. So, uh, like I said, make sure check out that, go check out that video, Duck and Chronicles. I think it was called, I can't remember what it was called, but you won't miss it. It's the thumbnail with us standing by the school bus with a bunch of geese. Um, but yeah, that's all we got for tonight. Thanks. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Thanks Elliot for jumping on here for the podcast. I'm Jordan, Duck and Chronicles, Elliot, Freelance Duck Honey, and we'll see you guys on the next one.